So, yeah. Uh, welcome to the podcast. You haven't been here before. No, I haven't. This yeah. is my first time. So, as a reminder, I'm Tam. And this is... I'm Kat. Yay, Kat! Yay! Yamikato! Get me. Um, so, welcome. And uh, I got some questions cool. from one person... <laughs> <laughs> we both know. Oh. Um, there are, uh, they're on Tumblr uh-huh. as quoth-the-ravenclaw. Aw, it's my wife. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Maddie sent us a bunch of questions. We touched butts once, so that means we're married. Yes, definitely. We can get to that. But first, like, <laughs> let's just, let's have a little, let's have a little review session okay. about, like, our weeks. How's your week been? Uh, you know, I, you know, been sick. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else in the house, mm-hmm. so that's great. Yeah, uh, it's gotten to the point where the sickness has now spread to my cat. Yeah, yeah, cat. So. I think both of the cats are sick, actually. Yeah, Cedric's been sniffling a bit more recently. I think. Yeah, he's been sneezing too. Yeah. So. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Med- medicating the cat is part of everyone's daily routine now. It is both cats. <laughs> At, at some point in time, either Morgan or Sam or I will be like, hey, can you help me dose whichever cat we need to give medicine to yeah. at this point? I think Monkey's the more dangerous one. <laughs> she is, because she actually has teeth and claws. And she's not afraid to use them. No. My hands are totally evidence of that. <laughs> yeah, I always feel so bad about that, too, because like I, I know that I should like trim her claws and things like that, but I don't think it's possible for me to get her to sit still long enough for me to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not your fault or anything, just because it's your cat. Like, yeah. it's, it's a cat, and you're entitled to do whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, you're a cat, too, technically. But hey. <laughs> but, I mean, you're, you're entitled to do whatever you think is necessary. Yeah. And Monkey's just a little bit more... She's, she's just a brat. Yeah, she's a brat. She's I a love brat. her, but she's a brat. Yeah, she absolutely is, but... Yeah, you know. she's she's like I'm so happy that she feels more comfortable around me now. Yeah. Though it's taken months, but now she's like falling asleep on my bed. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Oh my gosh, I was so thrilled. Like when you, I found out that she like crawled under your covers last the other night and oh, was yeah. like sleeping beside you. I was like, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's happening. Uh, I'm so glad. Yeah, but yeah. They're good. What else has been happening? Let's see. Um, stuff I don't want to talk about. Yeah. It's happening on Friday. Yeah. Fucking, we can we can avoid that topic altogether. I, think. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to talk about that. I'm pretty sure, like for me personally, I'm at this state where I'm just like, like I want to acknowledge that it's a thing that's happening and that it's a terrible thing that's happening and should not be happening. But at the same time, I really don't want to think about it. Yeah, no, man, this is a happy place. This is a happy podcast. This is so we're, we're... gonna keep it nice and light. Oh, while it's I'm true. thinking about it, happy podcasts and everything. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and thank another listener for leaving another review. Yay! Uh, I think it was Schmedsageddon on Humbler who left a beautiful glowing review Yay! about how nice our podcast is. Yay! And how everyone feels like friends. Yay! Which is great because, I mean, I am friends with all of my housemates, obviously. I don't, mm. like... You know, drag them up here and force them to perform. No, at all. Tam is definitely not holding a gun at my head right no, now. No, I mean, <laughs> you guys would have to be excellent actors, and everyone knows that's just not true. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, I I love all you guys, and I just I yeah. I want to use this podcast as like a way of sharing all those good, happy, friendly Yay. feelings with everybody. So thank you again to Schmitz again for leaving that lovely review. Woo. And if you haven't reviewed us yet, it really helps out. So go yeah. on iTunes and go in the store and review Life in the Closet on there. And okay, uh, yeah, okay, that's it for the plug. I think. Anyway, yeah. intro. Welcome to Live from the Closet, a slice-of-life comedy podcast by and for LGBT young adults. So, like, if you want a break from pretending you like me, now would be the time to just get out that anger right now. Oh, well, okay. Well, mm, are are the chains on your wrist bothering you, or do I need to... You know, they're up. they're a little tight. I feel like I'm okay. I'm worried that like I might get like they're they're chained, so I can't get rope burn. But like no. steel burn is that a thing? Yeah, I think well, it, it could pinch. Yeah, between your skin, like yeah. if it's a little too tight. A little bit, know, but you know, okay. Like, well, bit, let me bit. get the lube and okay. you know, lube up your wrist a little bit. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Maddie sent us a few questions. Yay! And because this is your first time, I feel like. Like, everyone's first time I take questions. Yeah. So I think maybe that's the thing. That works. It's also because I have trouble thinking of stuff to talk about. Yeah. You know, natural conversation does happen, though, so. It does. Okay. So Maddie says, uh, why is there so much tea in our house? <laughs> I assume. Not in the world. I. Why is that a question? Uh, because we have a whole cabinet, like a whole wall cabinet that's just full of tea. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> What's, why is that, is that, is she implying that's a bad thing? I, I don't know. I think she just wants to know, like, do we drink that much tea? Or is it just there for show, like? I mean, for me personally, <laughs> I, like, most of the tea that's in there is, most of it is Frankie's, I think. I think most of it is Frankie's. Yeah, I think Frankie has the most, mm-hmm. and then either, I know Chell definitely has the least, because Chell doesn't drink tea as much, so I want to say, like, I don't know who's second between you, me, or Morgan. I don't know, because I only have a few boxes. I have the Tension Tamer, I have a little bit of black tea, mm-hmm. um, and I think I have, like, one, like, Adagio yeah. bag thing somewhere in there. Yeah. But, like, um, I think Chell has a bunch of, like, character teas from Adagio ah. <laughs> from gifts and stuff. Yes. And then they never get around to drinking it. Yeah. Although when we first met, they did drink a lot of tea. Yeah. So... But that's since transitioned into coffee more so than tea recently. Yeah, but, I mean, which I've is fair these. because you know coffee is also good. Um, but I know for me personally, I just really like different kinds of tea. Yeah, and I like drinking different kinds of tea, and I like flavored teas. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey, if I have a lot of tea, that means I can get a lot of variety and drink a lot of different kinds of tea, and it's so delicious. What's your favorite kind of tea? I, it it really depends. Like for me, like the kind of tea that I choose depends like on like my needs and my mood and things like that like usually in the morning if I'm if I'm not feeling coffee if I'm feeling tea then I'll usually go either black or green Uh tea if I'm like feeling like okay I need like a tiny bit of an energy boost like in the middle of the day I'll usually get green tea Um, and then at night I'll usually get like something herbal or rooibos or something something without caffeine I never actually thought of Green tea is like an energy booster. Yeah, makes sense. It's it's like a tiny energy boost because Mm. it doesn't have as much caffeine as black tea does, but it still has like a little bit. Oh, okay. And you get all those antioxidants and all that good stuff. Yeah, antioxidants fight the oxygen, hate oxygen. (laughs) That's I'm assuming that's what that is. Yes, exactly. I don't actually know what antioxidants do. I just know it helps your heart. Yeah, it's it helps your heart, (laughs) and then it also fights cancer cells. I think. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but yeah, my I think my 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 absolute favorite is chocolate chai. Oh yeah, that that stuff's good. I love chocolate chai. <laughs> there's um there's one blend from Adagio that I love in particular. It's it's officially called the Wolf because it's part of that one series that's like. It's a it's the Harry Potter series, but they can't call it the Harry Potter series because legal reasons. <laughs> so uh, it's called like the the tea we do not speak of or something like that. I don't and know the tea that shall not be named or something, something. like that. Yeah. yeah, but it's anyway. It's the Remus Lupin tea, and it's it's chocolate chai, uh, Earl Grey moonlight, and uh, Puer Dante. Mm. And it's just, it's earthy and a little bit of spice, and it's wonderful. With, like, a little bit of honey and a splash of milk, it's perfect, and I love it. And every time I buy it, I drink it way too fast. And <laughs> I run out way too fast, and then I'm sad for Aww. months. <laughs> just get more, I think. Just yeah. get, like, a huge five-pound I really thing. should, because I only ever buy it in, like, the three-ounce bags. But, like, yeah. now I think I'm realizing, like, I really should buy it in, like, the big tins. Because yeah. I go through it so fast. I, like, I, I think Chell got me um, Star Trek tea not too mm. long ago. It was, like, a couple years ago. But um, Chell got me, like, the Earl Grey hot thing from, like, Think Geek or something. Earl Grey hot. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what, the, that's what it said on the box because that's how Captain Picard orders uh. it. He's like, oh, tell the thingy that, like, the food thingy. You're like, oh, <laughs> Earl Grey hot. <laughs> yeah, but I understand. But um, that stuff was so good. I went through it in like a week. Aww. it was so delicious. Yeah. I love Earl Grey. Earl Grey is fantastic. Um, let's see what else. Um, favorite language we studied. Oh yes. So I mean, I, I think my favorite language I've studied personally would have to be like Arabic, mm. because I love I loved learning the out al- like the alphabet. Even mm-hmm. though I'm really bad at drawing and stuff, it was really fun to mm-hmm. like just be able to read it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Japanese for me was the same way when I was studying it in college because like when you're like especially when you get to kanji in particular, um, there's you learn that there's like all these little like hints and clues like inside each character that just makes it really interesting and like easier to read. Like uh, for example, like one thing, if you ever see a character in in kanji that has like a horizontal line with two dashes in the middle, like kind of tilting in towards each other Mm -hmm. that's is uh it's a part like a set that section of the character symbolizes like vegetation or plant oh that's neat yeah so it'll be you'll see that used in the character for medicine it's used i think it's you is it used in the character for tea i can't remember i know it's used in the one for flower Mm -hmm. so that kind of stuff oh Um, that's so cool yeah so it's like those little like hints and cues and clues kind of like gives you an idea as like what the word could possibly uh could possibly be and then like putting it all together was always really fun for me (laughs) so i don't i'd like kanji seems really daunting i'm not sure if i can do it i mean i'm gonna try but (laughs) yeah it definitely can be like when i first started learning i was just like oh it's so much but like no having that working knowledge of like what those like tiny little like radical characters can symbolize there is super helpful. Um, like there's another one where it's literally just like um, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it, and because I can't, because no one listening to the podcast can see how I'm like moving my hands. But it's basically like a downward. Uh, the first line it's two lines. The first one is like a downward diagonal 
going from uh, from right to left in a downward slope. And then there's like almost like a straight line underneath it. And it's kind of like a shortened, it's meant to be like a shortened version of the kanji character for like for a man or for, or not for a man, but like for a person, mm-hmm. uh, for like a human being. And then so that you can keep an eye out for and like, okay, this has to do with people and that oh, kind of thing. So, okay. Yeah. So once you have like more knowledge of that, that certainly helps quite yeah. a bit because like you generally like in college courses and stuff, when you're learning that, you'll obviously learn the more simplistic characters first which only require like like three or four lines of mm-hmm. writing and then once you get more advanced then you'll get into like the like 10 and 12 <laughs> line stuff which like is super hard to write because when you're learning it you'll when like you learn it you'll get like these big sheets that are just like little boxes yeah and you have to write the characters like so they fit inside oh. the box so when you get the really complex ones that have like 12 lines mm. you're just like how do I fit all this in one spot but that was one of the problems that I had personally when doing Arabic yeah was because like you had you know you had the boxes and you had Mm -hmm. to draw everything in the box or like on the line has to be like under a certain line and like I have the worst handwriting in the world in English so (laughs) yeah Arabic seems like it'd be really cool to learn yeah oh my god like we studied um I only studied about two years of Arabic but um which is basically enough to do the alphabet and like basic sentences yeah so I can I can read stuff I can read it out but I I may not recognize it. Mm. Um, but there's so many different like anglicisms that are yeah. in Arabic now, like New York. Yeah, and it's the same way in Japanese too. It's like only you like it's written in katakana and then you pronounce it with a Japanese accent, so it's New York. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like Pittsburgh, like they don't have a p sound in Arabic. Ah, yeah. So it's Pittsburgh. Ah. I, I study phonetics um, because I was in linguistic courses, mm. um, and there's also, like, a lot of languages that have, um, you know, like, certain sounds that we have in English, mm-hmm. but in English we have, like, aspiration after it, so there's just a little bit of breathy air after a consonant. So, uh. like, P, for example. In English, we say, like, P. And if you can hear, there's a little bit of air behind it. Yeah. But some languages, I think, uh, oh, goodness, it was one of the languages spoken in India, and I can't remember which one off the top of my head, but uh, they have a P with aspiration and a P without aspiration. Ooh. And you have to differentiate. So, like, on my phonetics quiz one time, I had to, like, they had two different P sounds, and we were like, which one's which? (laughs) Figure it out. Oh, that's cool, though. Yeah. Linguistics seems like a really cool subject to study. It was really fun. I don't, like, it really helps with my accents that I do. Um, Because I'm a voice actor, like, I have to do a bunch of different accents. Sure. And a lot of people ask me how I learned them. And for some, like, really tough ones, like, say, Cassandra from Dragon Age, who Mm -hmm. has a made-up accent. Yeah. (laughs) I have to make, like, a language chart. Yeah. Where all the, like, I locate all of the vowels and Mm -hmm. all of the speech patterns, and I write out rules for the speech patterns, like, oh, the L is before, like, an O, the L sounds like this, and it's just like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, her, I've always thought, like, her accent was very, very odd, because, like, it's not quite British, it's not quite Eastern European, and I'm just like, what, what is this? It's a blend of German, Russian, and I 
think, a couple of their Eastern European accents, mm. but the actress is English. That's another thing. Like, when you're doing, like, impressions and stuff, like what I do, if you get it moderately right, people will be able to pick up on which which character you're supposed to be. Yeah. So you only have to get it, like, 70, 75% right. Get it to, like, the good enough point. <laughs> yeah. I spend at least, like, I would say at least 30 minutes on each, like accent or impression oh. I do, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's it's give or take. It doesn't really matter that much how yeah. much time and energy you put into it. Fair enough. <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah. Um, let's see if there's any more. Next question. Who would win in a fist fight? Uh, I don't know. I'm, like, this is out of my realm of expertise because I have not read a whole lot of Oscar Wilde or H.P. Lovecraft. I read Oscar Wilde. I have not read H.P. Lovecraft, but I know, I think he was an asshole. I'm gonna root for Oscar Wilde. Yeah, I think that's fair. (laughs) I think that's fair. Root for the one who was less of an asshole. Yeah, I'm gonna root for him. So my bet's on Oscar Wilde. Um, let's see what else. Uh, why is Dio like that? Uh, this is a question for you, Tam. Yeah, I know, I guess. Uh, Dio Brando from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is also an asshole. Speaking Mm -hmm. of assholes, it's because his father didn't love him. Let's see. How does nuclear fission work? Nuclear fission. Okay. Here's how this works. Nuclear fission is where it breaks apart, right? And fusion is when they come together. Sure. This is is legitimate science, 100% true. I am a scientist. I can prove this. Okay. When, When two molecules love each other... Uh, very much, and then don't love each other anymore. They get a molecule lawyer, and they break up. Yes. And then there are all these little molecule babies that explode. <laughs> molecule lawyers. Molecule lawyers, fun fact, make the most out of money out of any lawyer ever in the universe. Yeah. Like, even, like, human lawyers. Well, because money isn't real, and it's their true. money is worth more, probably. Mm-hmm. Yep. True. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make something up about, like, f- ice fishing. The way that this works is that uh, the the molecules go, they go ice fishing, okay. right? All right. Um, and they have to catch at least 10 fish. Okay. Because then once they catch all the fish, they then have to go and feed it to, they have to split it up, divide it. Oh, okay. And, and then, then take them apart to their individual pet walruses. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. That's definitely how it works. I'm a scientist. I can... Confirm that that is 100% true. Um, yeah, you are a scientist. You're wearing a lab coat right now. <laughs> I am. Which fact. is amazing. Um, it says, we're, it says uh, number one scientist on the embroidered on the breast. Which is, you know, that's a really prestigious title. It is. Um, yeah, where did you study? Uh, I studied in the broom closet at Hogwarts. Oh, wow. I didn't know they taught science at Hogwarts. <laughs> I know. It's not very well known, but, like, you have to, you have to keep, they keep it on the hush-hush. Oh, yeah. Because, because it's smuggle science yeah, in Hogwarts. It, and it's exactly. Hence why it's in the broom closet. Very illegal. Yep. I'm also number one best oh. scientist. Oh, yeah. This, this one's good. Okay. okay. So, FMK, Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay. Uh, Bigfoot, Mothman. And the Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> That's a cryptid I haven't heard of, Yeah, actually. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. Um, gosh. Okay. I would tentatively... I would fuck Bigfoot. Yeah. Because... I would also fuck Bigfoot. Because I feel like he's... he's <laughs> Like, everyone knows Bigfoot's very hairy, so right. I feel like the yeah. cuddles would be great. Cuddles would be great. Yeah. But he seems like the type to just, like, you know, bang him and leave him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like... Because he's, he's a loner. 
Yeah. He's like tall, dark, mysterious, blurry. That is true. Which is everything you look for yeah. in a partner. Yeah. My aesthetic, my ideal. I think I would marry Mothman. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Just because, like, he's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Moths moths are beautiful creatures. They really are. And moth and a man, like, what more could you want? It's true. Honestly. It's true. Like, you can easily... See, what's great, though, is that, like, if you ever get into an argument with him, all you have to do is, like, light a bonfire in the back of in the back of the house, and yeah. then he'll be distracted for, like, five hours. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going to say I kill the Louisiana Purchase. Yeah. Yeah, kill the Louisiana Purchase because it was done by old white people. Yeah. They tend to make bad decisions. Yeah, generally. Yeah. Generally speaking. So, but, like, I feel like that's a really good name for a cryptid. Yeah. I feel like there should be a cryptid called the Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> what uh, kind of cryptid would the Lu- Louisiana Purchase be, then? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I feel, feel like, like if, if they're... Like, if they're called the Louisiana Purchase, they can't be found in Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I was going to go with, like, a swamp creature. Yeah. And then, like, the Purchase is just, like, they they have very long hands for gripping. Mm. And they get Purchase on things. Ah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, also, a good idea would be, like, an inanimate object. Mm-hmm. Until you look closer, and it's actually a monster. Ah, and yes. they can purchase it. And it's like <laughs> this cursed thing you can only get in like pawn shops. Yep, and then it's your pet, and it secretly like knocks over your coffee cup when yeah. you aren't looking. So basically, basically, it's a cat. Well, we need a purchase. <laughs> it would be funny if it were like um like a, a tourism thing. Like come to yeah. Louisiana. And you purchased it, and, and it's actually oh like, yeah this monster. You go like you go on the tour of like the swamp or whatever it lives, and you hear <laughs> all the stories from like the tour guides. And then like little do you know when you go to the when you go to the gift shop afterwards, you are actually purchasing the cryptid. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Um, if you used to do cosplay, didn't you? Yeah, I um, haven't done it in a while. But yeah, because I didn't I didn't know you back when Maddie and yeah. everybody met you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Maddie also asked, fave cosplay you've ever done? I would say... I think my fave would have to be, mm. um, probably one of my roses from Homestuck. Yeah. Because, like, I've always loved being her. She's really fun to do. Yeah, I will say, I, I know basically almost nothing about Homestuck, because I'm the <laughs> only person in the house who has not read it. Yeah, you are! I will say, like, one of the things that I always thought was really cool about, like, the Homestuck fandom is that, like, it's... Pretty. It seems like it's really pretty easy to like put a cosplay together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean that. That's I think why so many people got their start in cosplaying. With yeah. That. Because it's, you know, you have the base outfits and you just need like a white t-shirt or a black t-shirt. But you know, it's different for everybody. Sure. Um, I think that's why like you know some other fandoms are pretty popular it's just because like the cosplaying is relatively easy to do. Yeah. Exactly. Which is great because you know cosplaying is really fun and yeah. the fact that it can be accessible to people is great. Um, I think I'm kind of caught between two. My my biggest one that I did was uh, one time a few years ago. Morgan, Sam, Maddie, and I went to Otakon, and uh, we we were all big Kingdom Hearts nerds, <laughs> and we all went as Organization Thirteen. Yeah, and, you would. Uh, so I was Roxas. And wow, okay. Uh, I made the black pleather jacket from scratch. Wow. I I would like to do more cosplay. Like, Morgan and I have been talking about doing uh, Vex and Vax Mm -hmm. from Critical Role. 
Yeah. Um, which I would love to do, but, like, at yeah. the same time, I'm just like, ugh, making cosplay is so expensive. God, you would make such a good bag. I know. <laughs> like, I, I want to do it, but, like, at the same time, too, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, going to conventions is just not as fun as it was when I was I younger. Think, I think it's mostly just because we're out of the main target age bracket, yeah. or we're nearing that end where it's a little bit... Like, we go, and it's full of, like, tiny children. Yeah. And it's just a little bit, like, awkward almost. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's still it's still nice. Yeah. I still like going, but it's not the priority anymore. Yeah. Like, I go to conventions to hang out with my friends mm-hmm. from all over, because they're all there. Yeah. So, I feel like if there was something similar. <laughs> yeah. I might try to go to Teco this year, just to, because it's been a while since I've been to, like, a convention. Yeah. So I might try to go this year just Teco's, to see. Teco's been getting better. Yeah. Just from what I've seen. Like, I mean, uh, I'm not from around here. Yeah. So I don't have, like, the nostalgic sure. kind of attachment to Teco that, like, mm-hmm. Morgan and Sam do. But, um, like, it, I can see it growing. And it's getting a lot better. They've been bringing in better guests. And, yeah. like, it's been growing slowly. Still not on Anthrocon level. Oh, but, God. Because <laughs> that's the other big convention here. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, I've never been to Anthrocon to compare, but yeah. I'm told it's a lot bigger. So that's going to wrap it up for us today, I think. Yeah. Thank you for joining me, Kat. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, next time we need to do, like, fashion stuff. Yes, I work for a an online retailer of women's clothing. So we can have that conversation. Fashion time. Yay, fashion talks with Kat. <laughs> we haven't been especially gay today. We haven't been, no. Oh, well. I think it's the ace factor coming from me. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining me. Yeah. And I think that's almost everybody in the house. I'm not sure when we'll get Sam on. Yeah. Because he's, he's not really one to do things like this, which yeah. is okay. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, I'm Yay. excited. Everyone's met everybody pretty Yay. much almost. Um, and uh, we will see who's going to be on next week. It's going to be a mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> we all have like everybody. So thank you for joining us. Uh, as a reminder, we are on Twitter at Closet Podcast. We are on Tumblr at closetpodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and leave reviews. It helps us, ratings and all of that junk, um, you know, helps us make more uh, fans of the show and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, thank you. I hope you have a lovely week, and thanks for joining us in the closet.